0: Oh, hey, you. Yep, you over there. Maybe trying to cook breakfast and be mama of the year before you drop the kids off, but also on your phone at the same time because, geez, you may have a couple unanswered emails or you may see that you have a couple DM notifications. Oh, wait, hold on. Your kid is talking to you. Did you just have to say, what did you say, three times because you weren't actively listening? Do you feel ignored when everyone else in your family is running around and not actively listening to you because they're also on their devices? Crud, I just forgot it's trash day. I've been too busy on my phone burning breakfast, not actively listening to my kids, and so I forgot that it's trash day, and as I sadly watch the trash man drive down the street with a tear streaming down my cheek. (laughs) Overstimulation. Overstimulated. Over, O V E R, stimulation. That is what we are talking about today because, friends, overstimulation is actively harming you. It's harming your focus, your productivity, and yes, even your brain. Let's go there. Hey, friend, do you want to grow your online business and actually make more money? Are you sick of feeling pressure to constantly show up on social media? Want to learn how I did it? Go refill your iced coffee because I'm about to teach you how to take your online business to the next level with God at the center of it all. I pray this blesses you. Let's get it. Friend, did you know that I have two free workshops to help you either get clarity on your calling so that you can start an online business over at freeclarityworkshop.com or a free 40-minute class on how podcasting works to grow your audience at podcastforgrowth.com. Both of these classes are going to take you through the exact steps to help you fully understand the Stephanie Gass business model, where I teach you how to simplify and streamline so that you can do way less in your online business and actually make way more, way more progress, have way more potential, way more productivity, and ultimately way more profit. Look at all those P's. I love me some alliteration. So head right now to either freeclarityworkshop.com or podcastforgrowth.com and dive into these free classes. All right, we're going to about to have a minute here about to have a minute. I've got some crazy stats I want to share with you about overstimulation because I myself feel that I'm constantly battling this desire to have an immediate question answered on my phone. Like a question pops into my mind, I need to immediately go look it up or Oh, I forgot to order this thing. I'm going to quickly go add it to my Walmart delivery order. You know, like I'm, I'm, because our phones are so readily available, information is at our instant demand, which is the problem. The problem in and of itself is the convenience of information. So I started to really think about this. And then I saw a meme last night and it like hit, it hit. In some type of way. And I was like, here we go. We're going to have this conversation today. The meme said, crawl into bed at 8.30 p.m. and light a candle. You're so excited to read your book. Blow out your candle at 12 a.m. After accidentally scrolling TikTok, 9, 10, 11, 12, for the last four hours. And I laughed and then I went, oh my gosh. Houston, we have a problem. Like, we have these intentions to live this productive, purposeful, peaceful, like so in it. Like I want to feel, I want to drop into life. You know, I want to lose my phone. I want to see my kids. I want to feel heaven on earth. I And I do sometimes. I truly do sometimes. And then I find myself staring at my phone or I find myself overstimulated or Um, looking around at like, where's my phone? Or I need to get this question answered. And like, I almost feel frantic that I can't get the answer that I need when I need it or that I constantly have to be multitasking. And it's truly stealing. That night that you wanted to go to bed at 8.30 and read your book, your phone and overstimulation stole from you. And I just, I'm so sick of it. And so today I want to talk about this because I think if we hear these statistics and these the science behind how overstimulation is actually hurting you maybe it will be enough for us to start making some serious changes in the way that we we lead our lives so we're going to go through that and then I'm going to actually give you some things that you can do to overcome overstimulation because sadly I do think that it's an addiction for so many of us and so to break any addiction in our life It is difficult, but the moment that we are aware of it, that we verbalize it, that we bring it to God, and that we intentionally take action on changing and breaking the addiction over our life, it is possible. So overstimulation can have negative effects on your brain. Here's some crazy stuff. So number one, the average person is exposed to 147 newspapers worth of information per day. This leads to information overload, which is what is causing us to not be able to process and retain information? Do you ever feel like maybe something's wrong with your memory? I have felt like, man, why can't I remember simple things like that I was supposed to sign this permission slip for my kids? Or why can't I remember what I did yesterday? And it hit me so hard when I read this statistic. I am consuming and doing and learning and on an, an app or an internet website and I don't even you guys I don't even use social media so imagine those of you who are doing what I'm doing and you're on social media you're like 10xing what your brain can actually retain which means important things are leaking out at all times like you're only retaining and what's so weird if you're anything like me you're retaining stuff you don't want to retain and you're not retaining things that actually matter right like I can I can basically sing any song from the time I was five years old till now like what is that? Why is my brain retaining random song lyrics? It's some kind of crazy. So we are retaining way too much information. Number two, our attention span. So the average attention span of a person has decreased from 12 seconds in 2000, which was already really sad. Your attention span was 12 seconds long to a mere eight seconds in 2023, according to a study by Microsoft from 12 to eight. How sad is it that we have eight seconds of an attention span and we're frustrated at our children? Look at us. It's crazy. And this is really because of the rise in technology and the constant stream of information that's available. It's like, give me the next hit, give me the next hit, give me the next hit. Okay. The third thing, Multitasking is lowering productivity. So multitasking can actually lower our productivity by up to 40%. This is a study by the American Psychological Association. 40% lost productivity because of multitasking. And this, in my opinion, is super attributed to overstimulation, right? We're on our app at the same time as we're cooking dinner, at the same time as we're supposed to be talking to our children or whatever feeding the dog, like we're literally doing a hundred things at any given time, we are 40% less productive. This is because your brain is not designed to handle so many tasks at once. So therefore, again, your brain starts losing that focus and that intentionality. Imagine if we just did one intentional, beautiful thing at a time, we would be glorifying God in our breakfast time with our kids. We would be glorifying God when we sit down to work because we're just working. If we did go on to social media and we were 100% focused on how can I glorify God if I'm going to be on this app, that would be a different story than why you're there, right? How do I glorify God in this conversation with my spouse or my loved one? Man, like... I've just keep coming back to this core concept lately of like, how do I glorify God in each and everything that we do, right? Whether we eat or we drink, we always make sure that everything we do is for the glory of God. And that means in the action that we're taking in our life. And if we are multitasking and living this crazy overstimulated life, I truly believe it is not glorifying God, it is glorifying our flesh because it feels good. But maybe we're not aware of that, right? I know that sometimes I fall prey to that myself. Okay, the next one, next crazy stat. The average person spends more than 11 hours per day consuming media. Like, is this not gross? The average person spends more than 11 hours per day consuming media. This is according to a study by Nielsen. This can lead, obviously, to a ton of overstimulation and it affects your sleeping patterns, which then... It negatively impacts your productivity, your focus, and your output. If you wake up at, let's say, 8 in the morning, and then you go to bed by 10 at night, 11 of those hours are staring at a screen or staring at your phone or clicking and tapping or voxering with people. Like, I understand that we work and we have online businesses, so it is difficult for us to break that overstimulation with technology. But at some point, like, something's got to give here. Before we find ourselves, this may sound like a crazy conspiracy theory rabbit hole, what I'm about to say right now, but before we find ourselves living a completely virtually driven virtually driven life, right, where we're, we're living our life through our phones. And when I was on social media, personally, and I was posting stories like 15 times a day, like I felt that way. I felt like I was living my life through this lens instead of living my life and like really dropping in. I'll share a story with you from this weekend, we've been working really hard over here <laughs> as a company. Um, Like I've told you guys, we switched operating systems and it was a lot. We had to basically rebuild this company from the ground up after doing a lot of analysis of the numbers, finding some areas that I was spending a lot of money that were not actually result producing. I had to cut People, I had to cut positions. You know, we've just made a ton of changes. We streamlined, we rebuilt our internship program to make it really clean, to make sure that everybody was on a six-month rolling basis. We reworked every single SOP, which is a standard operating procedure in the entire company. I rebranded the podcast. And oh yeah, PS, I'm migrating all my courses to a different platform. Like we've been working super hard over here. And that's okay because work is glorifying to God when it is for him and when it is with him. And I am here for it. But this last weekend, I was finally like at this. Oh, and we had a live launch. Ha! I'm fine. This last weekend, I was like, you know what? Taking the whole weekend. Like, I really just need this sabbatical. I need this rest. And I've been resting. I've been taking at least. But I've still been having to work on weekends a little bit. So this last weekend, I was like, I'm not going to work whatsoever. I really need to have this Sabbath. And we're outside on Saturday and I was teaching my littlest guy to ride his bike and I'm just like I left my phone inside because I was like okay (laughs) which was dangerous because I ended up needing to run and get it when he learned to ride the bike but I left it inside because like I really just want to be here I just want to fully be here you know and like the tug of my phone to check it or to see if the team needs something like it's just imminently there you know and so I take I go outside with him and I'm just like I'm so patient. I can tell a huge difference in my patience level when technology and overstimulation has is not around. I also notice that like I'm now that I allow myself to to live completely unstimulated at least a few days a week, I crave it because it's so heaven-sent. Like I could feel the presence of the Lord in that moment. I feel like there's these moments where I I can physically emotionally mentally like I feel heaven on earth I don't know if that sounds crazy or you guys have experienced that but it's like it's when I remove all the noise and I'm just fully fully present and like long enough to really drop into my life you know and I really hope that that's I know that that's what heaven on earth will be like because heaven's going to be such a beautiful experience that is like what we live now, but a hundred times better, right? Without the sin and without the pain. So I'm helping him ride his bike. And like, there's this moment where we're, we're going to have a super long driveway and I let go and he's just coasting and he just got it. It clicked. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm clapping for him, but also like running after him to make sure he doesn't wobble and fall, you know? And I had this urge in my heart to like look up. And so I look up into the sky and I kid you not, There's a full face and it's, I could swear the face of Jesus. There are eyebrows, like these thick eyes, not that I know that Jesus looks like, but that's what I felt when I looked up, like this nose and this huge beard, huge in the sky, just like smiling on us. And I said, Landon, look up. Jesus is smiling at you from the clouds. He's watching you ride your bike. And Landon looks up and God always talks to me in the clouds. When my dog passed away in December which I had had for 13 years, my Hugo, my co-host, after we had put him down, you know, obviously it was really, really hard. I'm in the car leaving. And I said, God, did you get Hugo? Do you have him Lord? And I look into the sky and I see a dog, literally like a dog in the clouds running. Like I have a picture and I have a picture of Jesus's face. Cause I'm like, this is crazy. Like so crazy. So I run inside, I get my phone, I take a picture and then I, record Landon riding his bike and then I went and put my phone back away again because I'm like this is what God wants right now he wants to just bless me with this gift of rest and peacefulness and purpose and like feeling like true feeling like unhindered connection to God and Holy Spirit and my life and my family anyways it's so beautiful And I know that if I'm staring at my screen at the same time as trying to experience what God has for me, I am missing it. I am missing it. And the beauty is when I experience that, it reminds me this is what it's all for, right? This is what it's all for. And I think we lose sight of why we would get off of technology and not spend 11 hours a day on it why we would force ourselves to break up with our phone to go hide it in another room to turn off our laptop for me you know i don't work outside of my office anymore because i have to when i'm working i want to work for the glory of god i want to show up in my work to the best of my ability and i want to pour out for you for this podcast for my students and then i want to go and live my life you know when i'm working out i want to work out for the glory of god i'm not perfect I get it. I mess up. And sometimes we have to do some multitasking, but not to the extent that society is pushing it on us, right? And maybe not to the extent that you've been multitasking. Okay, last two here, effects on the brain. Overstimulation leads to increased levels of cortisol, the stress hormone. This causes anxiety, difficulty concentrating, and even physical symptoms like headaches and fatigue. How many of you suffer from headaches or migraines, fatigue, or anxiety? Have you ever considered that it could possibly be attributed to your overuse and overstimulation of with technology, with your phone, with social, et cetera? Just a question. And then lastly, lowered creativity. So studies have shown that overstimulation lowers your creativity by limiting the brain's ability to engage in divergent thinking. This leads to a lack of original ideas and it hinders productivity in creative fields. Those of you who are podcasters, what kind of field are you in? You're in a creative field. You need to be able to have critical creative thinking. Stop the overstimulation or lessen it so that that creativity can truly flow. Another time when I really drop into creativity is when I'm in the shower or when I'm taking a bath or when I'm taking a hike or when I'm on a bike ride. And guess what's not happening in any of those places? Tech and overstimulation, right? I'm fully in just a peace, peaceful mindset and I finally have quiet. That's when I get those downloads. That's when I have those these amazing ideas that have led to so many things in this business. We need to be able to be creative thinkers. So what the heck do we do, Steph? Oh my gosh, you've gone freaked me out. Um, I'm feeling whatever you're feeling right now, like awareness that your overstimulation is causing problems, fear. I don't know, but it's not good, right? You're feeling. So here's the great news. We can never make a change until we know what we need to change. So here's a beautiful place to sit is that, man, I am super aware that I either need to stop this overstimulation in my life, I need to lessen it, I need to break up with multitasking, or oh wow, I am completely addicted and I have a huge situation that I can take control of right now. So what I'd like you to do, if you're so willing, is pause me if you're sitting down, if you're not driving, and I just want you to journal over where you are the most overstimulated, What times of day do you find yourself in that crazy overstimulation? What is causing the overstimulation and what do you want to do about it? I just want you to sit and journal over that for maybe five minutes and then I want you to come back to this episode. Okay, so I hope that that was super helpful and if those of you that weren't able to do that yet, I want you to do it as soon as you can. I promise you. It is going to be really, really important for you to make some changes in your life, to journal out and to pray and to hand it to God and to tell him your intention so that he can help you. So here are a few other tips that I have that will maybe alleviate some of this overstimulation pressure. Number one, turn off your notifications. One of the biggest sources of overstimulation is from our phones, right? Our Tech, our computers dinging at us, pinging at us, our emails scrolling in onto our onto our little homepage of our phone or of our computer or of our iPads. We do not need to be notified. We, aka you, do not need to be notified every single time you get an email or a social media notification. It's absolutely ridiculous. That is not for the glory of God, right? What The glory of God is I'm going to sit down right now and intentionally open each and every email and write back with intention. I'm going to sit down for 10 minutes of social media that I've time blocked into my day and I'm going to focus, get the messages done. I'm going to delete the apps again. How do you effectively handle each area of your life in an allocated slot of time? You don't need to know that you have an email waiting for you. You will deal with it at... 3:30 p.m. or whatever time that you have slotted into your time block. Turn them off. I have every notification off. Every single one except text message on my personal phone, which no one has my phone number but my friends and my family members. That is it. So those are obviously going to be more high priority. Okay, number 2, what can you do is to take breaks. Take a sabbath. Rest. Your brain needs downtime to recharge. This can be small breaks throughout the day, like a quick five minute walk outside, leave your phone inside. This can be a full Sabbath, like I took last weekend, like 48 hours of true, like, I'm just not here for any of the tech, you know? It can be a rest, a half little break on a Sunday afternoon. Maybe it's a vacation that you desperately need to just fully unplug. You have to take breaks in the day and larger sabbaticals throughout the year. Okay, number three, you need to prioritize your tasks and time block. So instead of doing everything at once because, oh my gosh, I don't know how old y'all's kids are, but it's like, let's say that you still have littles and they're napping and you're like, let oh, it's go time. I got an hour and a half. Go, 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 go. I'm going to do laundry, answer emails call 37 friends, eat a bar of chocolate, watch a TV show, work out. Like, oh my gosh, you know, this is just not feasible. It's not healthy for you. It's harmful for your productivity, your output and your brain. So we've got to prioritize the, what I do is on Sundays, my entire week is completely planned out. From start to finish, I know when I'm doing what. I know when my morning routine is. I know when I'm working out. I know what nights we have stuff for the kids. I know who's dropping off the kids and picking up the kids. I know during my work time exactly what is getting done on each and every day of the week. I promise it is absolutely life-changing to get streamlined in the back end of your life and business so that you can stop doing a hundred things at the same time. And if you need some help with that, I encourage you to go and listen to episode 586. That will help you. Okay. And then the last tip that I have here is to set boundaries. If you're constantly being interrupted by, let's say coworkers or family members or friends or social media, like you have to have boundaries. You have to have boundaries. You know, you've got to let, you've got to communicate We think that people just get us. Listen, if everyone's attention span is eight seconds, do you think anybody has any idea what the heck anyone else is up to? No. And even if you told them, they probably weren't listening to you because they were also on their phone. So we need to be extraordinarily clear in our communication. Hi, I am available for Voxers between 9 and 10 a.m. if that's becoming a problem. Or I have office hours from this time to this time. Or family, I'm going to be working from this time to this time. You're going to go find a place to work that allows you to get deep in the zone or better yet, you're going to leave your house and get it done. Take control of your time. It you got to do it. Take control of your time. It is okay to say no and to prioritize your work and to prioritize your peace and to prioritize your rest because it Honestly, protects your mental health. Okay, so to wrap this baby up, what we know to be true is that overstimulation is a silent killer of your brain power, your productivity, and being able to create ultimately profit in, the, in your business and to have peace and presence with your family. I know that it's easy to get super caught up in the hustle, the bustle, the dings and the pings of your online business, of your phones, of trying to grow, But you need to remember that taking care of your heart and shepherding and stewarding your family and your business and doing everything for the glory of God needs to come first. Your worth is not defined by how busy or productive that you are. Your worth is defined by being a daughter of the king. So let's live our life that way. We don't have to do everything right now. All we have to do is the thing that God is asking us to do the one thing at a time and do it well. He's going to take care of the timing. He's going to take care of the provision. He's going to take care of everything. He is your shepherd. All you need to do is allow him to lead you. Trust God. He's going to guide you in your work and in your life. I pray that this blessed you friend. I'll meet you back here on Friday for another episode of the podcast. Oh, and P.S. Do you have a testimony that you want to share and have me play live right here on the air? Or do you have a question that you want me to answer for you on the podcast? Go right now to stephaniegast.com slash the podcast. Scroll all the way down and leave me a speak, speak pipe message with either your question or your testimony so that I can get you featured right here on the show. I love you guys. God bless. Bye. Did you have fun or learn something? Leave mama a review. Pretty please. I hope you love today's episode, friend. I pray it stretched you, challenged you, or grew you in some way. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else who's been praying for a business breakthrough? It would also bless me big if you'd take 30 seconds and leave a review for the show on Apple Podcasts. Lastly, come watch my free workshop where I'll teach you how to grow your online business in less than two hours a week using podcasting. Watch right now at podcastforgrowth.com. I'll see you in a few days. God bless.